Hi there, Carling here. Whether this is your first episode of this podcast you're listening to, or you're working backwards from the more recent ones, these earliest episodes require a bit of patience, humor, and understanding. These episodes are a time machine back to when I had no idea what I was doing in editing, sound quality, or production. And there were two hosts. We were full of passion, laughter, and a whole lot of trial and error. But here's the thing. These episodes are the essence of my humble beginnings, and I'm hoping that's part of the charm. The raw authenticity that shaped the foundation of this podcast. Although this podcast has evolved and my interview skills and audio quality have vastly improved, the heart and soul of these episodes remain timeless. The stories I shared back then, they still hold significance and are worth hearing. These episodes make me appreciate how far I've come, so... Thank you in advance for your patience and enjoy. Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay and I'm joined by my co-host and real life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a lighthearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a diehard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. Oh, there we go. And now I can see the little wavy bits. Okay. Yeah, I can see. I can see your wavy bits too. <laughs> Oh my God, Michelle, we're doing this. Oh my gosh, I'm currently trapped in a closet. <laughs> Our... That's how I spent the first 22 <laughs> years of my life. I got to say, it's not comfortable. So I, I am sorry that you had to experience that. Incredible. I um... fed my children. They have enough food to last them probably five minutes. Okay, well, and we I... can talk fast. Yeah. So, Michelle, I guess, um, I don't know. Like, how do we do this? Do we just talk about the fact that we haven't launched our podcast yet, even though we have several episodes <laughs> recorded? But then life happened, right? Well, yeah, there was, um, well, you had pneumonia. Yeah, Christmas happened. Christmas. Um, just a kajillion other things. I had to move. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, and then there's this like weird little pandemic happening. I don't know if you, if it's affecting yeah. you at all. No, I mean I've barely <laughs> noticed. <laughs> it's been it's been great. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess like, do we say like this is maybe the audio for our first episode, even though we've already recorded our first episode, but we're gonna launch with this episode. Yeah. So we're going to. Talk about what's happening currently in our lives and our friends' lives and our listeners' lives about the pandemic and how it's affecting everybody and what we're all doing and how we're adapting and how we're now homeschooling our children and um, thinking about taking up drinking. Listen, I don't know if you've ever tried to homeschool a dog, but it is not easy. I can't <laughs> even imagine. I really can't. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, what better time to launch your podcast that you've been working on for six months than during a pandemic when we can't be in the same room as each other. I know. I miss you so much. I'm so sad. It's like literally been three weeks, two, oh, maybe just over almost three weeks since we've seen each other. Yeah. 
And like this whole social distancing, if you weren't so essential, if you weren't an essential staff person, I, I am could come see you. I am essential and I am in the public and I am out there getting, yeah, hopefully not coronavirus. Yeah. And I have asthma and just got over pneumonia. So I am super high risk. I know that sucks. Yeah. It's not great. Damn your Every stupid I- lungs. I know. Every time I cough, I'm like, oh my God, is this it? Is this it? <laughs> um, I think that I am being affected by allergies in this house because the people who lived here before had a cat. Oh, and right. And I thought my cat allergies were gone, but I've been feeling kind of like wheezy. But it's not like I don't have a fever. Like it's not Corona, but it's just like allergies. So I'm just trying to like deep clean and yeah, it's just bugging me. Maybe you're allergic to your kids. I mean, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I was going to say, I, I mean, feel like my health is affected every time I'm around now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like what is the date? It is the end of March. And I feel end like, of the world. Yeah, I remember when... Like there were some funny memes going around about the coronavirus in China. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, wow, that's crazy. And then I heard of a couple cases like in Italy. And then like yeah. it just seemed so far away. And yes, it seemed then, very far away. Like it wouldn't affect us. Yeah. Like we're in Canada. Yeah. Um, and then nobody comes here. I know, certainly not the Rona. Um, yeah, and then it just seemed like out of nowhere, they were like, oh, um, like just the, it was really interesting to hear the messaging around, like on social media, and it seemed so gradual. And then all of a sudden, now we're almost in total lockdown. Yeah, it's unbelievable that, um, I mean, and obviously that shows the nature of how serious it is that closing schools and closing businesses and um, doing all this stuff is not something that I'm sure anyone is taking, like doing lightly. You know what I mean? Like those decisions are just made on a whim. Obviously um, this, this virus is serious and we need to stop the spread and we need to protect, you know, the most vulnerable people. And uh I've never, you know, we've never been lived in a world where schools were shut down or, you know, non-essential businesses were shut down or people were being laid off or, you know, rec centers are closed, like because of a virus or something like this. So it is kind of uh, crazy to see how serious it really is. Yeah, it's really, uh, Lindy and I watched the movie Contagion. Oh my gosh. I like don't want to watch that movie. (laughs) No, but you know what? It was, I think it was good to see it. Normally I get really scared about those things, but it was just like watching reality TV, basically. (laughs) With people who are much better looking than us. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I pretty much look like Gwyneth Paltrow, but yeah, yeah, it was so intense. And I was like, wow, this is literally what's happening in our real life. Like when our, um, I work for a museum and when they called an all staff meeting, we were like, well, this seems weird. Um, and it was like in 20 minutes, there's an all staff meeting. And so everybody nervously gathered, um, and they announced that we were going to be closing to the public, um, in attempts to, uh, flatten the curve as they Mm -hmm. say. 
Um, and they said a minimum of two weeks. And it was just, it was so surreal, sort of like packing up my office and thinking, mm-hmm. what am I going to need, you know, in the next two weeks and beyond? Because realistically, we knew it was going to be longer than two weeks. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, in the middle of this past week, um, we find out that uh, they laid off 80% of the Glembo staff. Wow. Um, and yeah, I, I am part of that 80%. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's a temporary layoff and it makes sense because if people aren't able to come into the museum, then right. What are, what are we doing? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. but it just seems like it seems so drastic. It's hard to believe mm-hmm. that this is real life. It does seem really drastic. And working at the bank, um, things happened kind of really quickly like that too, like a snowball, you know, that, um, everyone needs to keep their distance. And then all of a sudden our hours are cut every day. And then now we're not open Saturdays and, you know, I don't think that's it. I think there's going to be more and more, uh, changes happening because, um, according to the government and according to some people that walk in to the bank, we are essential, even though a lot of us can do our own banking online and everything like that. Um, we are an essential service, but we are exposed to the public. Um, um, in all of this, have you ever thought of exposing yourself to the public? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, sorry. Wait, in which way to make money or to get the coronavirus? I mean, really, <laughs> when you said, when you said you have to be exposed to the public, I wanted to be like, what have you exposed yourself to the public? <laughs> maybe I should, maybe that would keep them away. Honestly, like if you expose me, I'm going to expose you. So let's do this. <laughs> So anyone that walks in the door, we're asking them if they've been out of the country, if they're sick, if anyone in their house is sick. And we just have to hope that they're telling us the truth. Um, We have to, you know, sanitize and wipe down everything and wash our hands frequently. But it is scary to know that um, we are at risk. And my mother-in-law had to stop babysitting for me because she's diabetic and she's at a higher risk. I can't see you. My parents just got back from Phoenix and they're self-quarantining. It's just to be in a position that I'm in to have five children and and my husband who's passed away, all of my people are gone, all my supports, um, the daycare's closed, the school's closed. So now it's just me and the kids full time trying to homeschool, trying to um, just come up with a new routine and it's chaotic and it, and it's been pretty stressful. Um, do you think the bank's going to put up, um, those like plexiglass shields? Yeah, we are getting those. We're getting plexiglass and we're getting like stickers that go on the floor to direct the customers to stay away from us and to stay away from each other. Um, yeah, it's bizarre. I mean, I couldn't imagine being a doctor, a nurse, anybody in a health profession that, um, literally needs to go into like the belly of the beast and be exposed and, and bring, you know, go home to their families. And, you know, in a small way, I feel like that too, that I am, a, I could be a danger to my family, you know, that yeah, I'm totally. in the public. And then on top of that, I'm the only one really that can go get the groceries and can go do the, the errands. Um, you know, I, I do have people who have dropped stuff off at my house, which has been amazing, but, um, the day-to-day stuff, you know, I, that's my responsibility. So it is hard to, um, just know that I could be risking my family's health. And on top of that, if I get it, I'm really trapped in my house with five children with nobody because no one's coming to my house to help me. And, you know, 
do anything because they're at risk of, of getting it. So it's just, it's a weird feeling. Yeah. It's well, hopefully, and your parents, like you said, are, they've got like maybe one more week of quarantine. Yeah. They're one week. Yeah. They're one week to go. So, um, but even then, like, you, you know, it's so scary because they're in their seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're healthy, but you know, they're at the age where they're, they can be at risk. So, um, it's just a very strange, uh, strange feeling. Um, I I'm, I feel thankful that I haven't been laid off because I like my job and um, I uh, I don't want to leave my job. Um, but yeah, it's weird. I never thought, you know, like we we thought we were going to launch this podcast literally like in November. Yeah. Um, and then as we learned, like life happens. But I yeah. never thought that we would find you know, we have time to now yeah. uh, launch our podcast because we are literally stuck at home. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, there's but, no appointments and there's no other things that are, are keeping us away besides, yeah. well, besides the other life, but. Can you hear that little like coughing noise? Yeah. Oh, my cat had dental surgery and she oh. has developed like a little cough. Oh my God. Does she have coronavirus? She might. She needs to be uh, self-isolated <laughs> immediately. Um, yeah, I think recording is going to be really interesting because you have kids that are likely going to interrupt and make noise. Mm-hmm. Hence why you are in a closet. And <laughs> I have five dogs and five cats. Um, and we'll find out how much audio gets picked up. Like I just let the dogs outside and I feel like people could hear the door opening and closing. Oh, funny. My, I have someone banging on my door right now. It's funny because I am, I'm essential uh, at work and I am also essential at home. <laughs> it's true. You are just, if you've ever wanted to feel needed, this is it. I am the most essential person right now in oh my God. all aspects of my life. Well, and I've really struggled because um, like I value being able to help you guys so much and like seeing your kids and being there and helping and um suddenly I like literally cannot come and see them I know and I only hope that maybe with enough social distancing over the next couple weeks we would be considered safe to interact I hope so um sorry pause because now I have children asking me for dessert stay stay back stay back stay back I will throw something out to you I have a stash of candy in my closet that, uh, oh shoot, maybe I don't have, oh, I have these. Okay, hold on. You guys can have some of these. I don't have any chocolate. Do I hear gobstoppers? No, they're Mike and Ike's. Oh. Um, I have a stash of candy in my closet, but I'm, I'm running out of things. I don't know, like 20. Okay, so do you want some, do you want um, a fruit snack or a Rice Krispie Square? A Rice Krispie rectangle. Okay, go get it. Go get a Rice Krispie rectangle. Okay, go get one. <laughs> Sorry, that is adorable. <laughs> I think. Well, I think. I hope this podcast. I don't know. What do we hope? Why are we launching this podcast in the middle of a pandemic? Okay, so for me, and obviously it's just all about me, um, I feel like 
there are so many different situations. There are so many different um, family dynamics and people who are being laid out. Like, not all of us are in the same situation. You know, there are some situations where mom and dad are working from home with the kids and they can all be together and kind of take, I don't know, just take on everything together. And then there are other situations where people are working from home um, and now they've been laid off or um, situations like mine where maybe it's a single mother and they've got to homeschool and do all these things. So I think that if we're able to tell some of these stories and these scenarios, we can kind of relate to a whole kind of collection of people who are going through this that, um, you know, there are people who've had to cancel their weddings and birthday parties and trips and they can't see their families and they can't see their parents who are elderly. And um, there's so many things going on that I think that who we're talking to and, and we can share stories about people in our lives that are um, just going through different things and, and hopefully people can relate to that. Yeah. And I think um, if ever there was a time that collectively the world could say, I did not sign up for this. Absolutely. Uh, a, a pandemic Absolutely. is probably one of them. And I think, uh, I think it's really interesting. I've been listening to some podcasts where you get to sort of hear how, yeah, like you said, different groups of people are um, surviving and how they're impacted. And I think, um, yeah, I think I've been listening to a lot of podcasts because I am yes. unemployed and stuck at home. So I have nothing else to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think not? I think saying I did not sign up for a pandemic can blanket every aspect of our lives right now. I mean, you you have a family and your kids are going to school and you're working and then all of a sudden everything is flipped on its head and, or, you know, you are working and you're being laid off and you have payments and you have, um, things like that. So I just think that nobody expected this. Nobody signed up for this. Nobody, um, really knows the true, uh, ripple effect that this is going to cause either. Um, you know, what's it going to do to the economy? What's it going to do to families? What's it going to do to crime or, addiction, things like that. Um, how is it going to affect all of us in the long run? And that's a really scary thought because we just don't know. Yeah, it is true. And if it can be a little funny along the way. Oh, I thought this so was going to be like a humorless, serious. Oh, sorry. You're right. Um, <laughs> I did not on... sign up for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, you and I both use humor and we've used it since we were young to get yeah. through all the crap that's happened in our lives. And I'm sure maybe people sometimes don't get it or they think it's strange, but it's just how we've been able to overcome a lot of things and kind of deal with a lot of things. And I know a lot of other people feel that way too. So, um, yeah. So I think in some upcoming episodes, we've got some interviews on the way. We've got a doctor in Ottawa, mm -hmm. um, that's going, that we're going to interview. Um, we have a friend who lives in the U S of a, mm -hmm. um, close to the sort of epicenter of the whole, um, American coronavirus. Yes. And, 
Um, I think that'll be really interesting. Um, we've got your parents potentially. We haven't asked them yet, but hopefully if they've got <laughs> nothing else to do, they'll Well, I mean, they're stuck at home for two weeks, so I'm sure that they have got time. That's the funny thing that people are saying now. It's like you don't have an excuse for not, like not doing anything like oh can you zoom or can you facetime it's like oh no i can't i gotta run out and it's like no you don't (laughs) you have nowhere to go um yeah that is true i read a funny meme that was like you know all these years i've been saying i haven't been able to keep my house too clean because i've been too busy and it turns out that is not the truth (laughs) not not the problem at all Hopefully we launch before the end of the pandemic because then it'll really be irrelevant. (laughs) Then it'll just be like super like, what are you ladies doing? (laughs) I know every now and then people are like, weren't you starting a podcast? I'm like, listen, we are. It's just good things take time. So we've we've never, we've never not wanted to launch a podcast. We've just had uh, a lot. We are two people that take on a lot and uh, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes the universe doesn't like that. So (laughs) it has to take us down a few notches sometimes. It's true. Well, if, like I said, if ever there was a time to record a podcast, I guess stuck at home during a pandemic would be a good time. Absolutely. All right. And this way I can hear your beautiful voice, even though I can't see your beautiful face. Oh, I just miss you so much. You too. Uh, um, we're gonna have to film some like really dramatic slow-mo running embracing absolutely and see each other I might just like throw my children in front of me and then run the other way (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like here you go bye (laughs) incredible (laughs) one of my hooligan dogs is barking outside okay I'm gonna wrap this up all right but um we did it maybe this is our first episode yeah that's exciting okay let's do it okay bye bye guys thank you so much for listening to our podcast if you like this episode please hit that subscribe button and please follow us on instagram at i did not sign up for this dot podcast and on facebook at i did not sign up for this and if you have a story to tell send us a message we would love to hear from you